0: Happy Easter. Easter. Thank you. I want to talk about two things today. I want to talk about the what and I want to talk about the why. The what and the why. First, the what. We believe. We believe that at the beginning of creation, God created us to be in perfect harmony with Him. We believe that we were creatures that enjoyed a singular delight with our God as we have reason, as we have have the capacity to know Him, as we have the capacity to love Him, and we were created in this original, beautiful unity with our God. We also believe that at some point we rejected that love. We rejected that harmony with our God. We rejected that union with Him to choose our own desires above Him, to put ourselves first before God. We believe that we allowed Satan to become a more convincing teller of truth, false truths, than our God the God of all truth, goodness, and beauty. Yet we also believe that God did not abandon us. God did not give up on his people, but rather he set into motion a plan that would bring about salvation for us all, the opportunity for salvation, the opportunity to say yes to him. We see this through the Old Testament. We see this throughout the Old Testament as Abraham, Noah, David, Aaron, Jacob. All these people contributed to the slow unfolding of God's plan. Where we could say, I see God working here. I see him working amongst his people. As he sets them free with Moses from slavery and Egypt, from Egypt. I see him as he makes great covenants with Abraham to give him as many children as the stars, to give him a new name, to give him a land worthy to worship God. I see him when he wrestles with Jacob. I see him when he brings David into triumphant entry into his city of Jerusalem, carrying the ark. I see God's plan as it unfolds. I see God's plan as he... Brings about the people closer and closer to Him. And the what continues. What happened? What happened was that we could not, we were not sufficient to bring about a union with our God. There was nothing that we could do that would bring about this union. There's nothing that we could strive to do. There's nothing we could ever hope to do that could ever rectify that broken relationship with our God. He needed to do something for us. He needed to come close to us. He needed to walk among us. He needed to be born into our world in human likeness and all things but sin. His Son needed to come. The Father's Son needed to come and be with us. The Father's Son needed to come and be close to us and love us and allow us to love Him The Father's Son needed to be so close to us, needed to walk with us, so that he could die for us. And this is what happened. The Father's Son, Jesus Christ, came into this world, a name above all names, so that we could live. Through Jesus Christ's death, and this is what happened. We have been restored. We have gone beyond that original union that was offered to Adam and Eve, and we have been restored into that relationship with our triune God. We have been restored to say, This is my Father. God is my Father. Jesus is my brother. It is through the Holy Spirit that we can say yes to our God. This is what happened. Yet we not only believe in what happened, we have to believe in why it happened. And I ask each one of you here to ask yourselves that question. Why did this happen? Why did this happen for me? In a few minutes we're going to be renewing our baptismal promises. And part of that is we're going to be affirming what we believe in the creed. I believe in one God. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. The Latin word that that comes from, creed, is credo. And oftentimes credo is simply translated as, I believe. And that's true. There's nothing wrong with that translation as We say it at every Mass, I believe in one God. Yet there's a deeper translation to the word credo. It's not just I believe, but rather, I give my heart to. I give my heart to. In the same way that one lover would give his or her heart to another, one spouse would give his or her heart to their other spouse. I give my heart to believe in God. I give my heart to God. I give my heart to Jesus Christ. I give my heart to the Holy Spirit. I give my heart to the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I give my heart And this is the why. Because each and every person here needs to be able to say to themselves, Do I give my heart entirely to my God? Do I give my heart entirely to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit? Or am I holding myself back? Am I still afraid to abandon myself entirely to Him? Do I hold some part of myself back says, I'm not ready to turn over everything to you, God. I'm not ready to say yes to you. I give my heart. And I know that I believe that I can say the why Jesus Christ did this. I can say, why did Jesus Christ come to this world? Why did Jesus Christ walk among us? Why did Jesus Christ live for us? Why did Jesus Christ die for us? And I can say, my why is I believe he died for me. He died for each one of us. He died for you. And he did so out of love. And this is an answer to the question, why? Why did he do it? He did so out of love for me and for each one of us here, for each one of us in the world, singularly, he died for each one of us by name. When he was nailed to the cross, he died for each one of us by name. So that when he rose from the dead, he rose with each one of us in mind. He rose to be able to say, I died and I rose for you. We need to... Believe. We need to give our hearts entirely over to our God. We need to be able to say, I believe, I give my heart entirely over to you. So that just like Peter and just like John, we can run to the tomb and be struck with awe. Struck with awe at the fact that Jesus Christ is not there. He is not found among the dead, but he is found among the living. He lives for us. He lives for us. Will we live for him?